You are listening to Season 1, Episode 6, Sense and Sensitivity. An imprisoned thug uses his connections to target Kate for elimination. Angel's a vampire who has a soul and he's glad <laughs> to see ya. He fights the darkness with Demon Doyle and his friend Cordelia. <laughs> he spent a century in hell with a tube of his Nancy boy hair gel. <laughs> Angel's a vampire and this Sunlight can't hurt him, so Gax S O D. That is our new theme, everyone. Um, I would just like to say, on the record, that I am so glad I resisted not listening to that for about a month. Oh. <laughs> uh, Gabby, you better hurry back on this podcast because this is what you'll miss it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm Herb Saunders. <laughs> I'm Dave Matthews. <laughs> I'm Fat David Boreanis. <laughs> I'm uh, Joey Bacala. <laughs> Did you see him from The Sopranos? He was there. Yeah. He was there. This episode, honestly, I laughed hysterically. (laughs) If you guys heard of the commentary, yeah. Halfway through, I realized, oh, this is what's happening, and it just became better because I was like, at least they can make fun of themselves. So good. I hated so much of this. So bad, it's good. I hated so much of it, and then it got to the point where it started to be funny. It was like the cringeworthy speech of all cringeworthy speeches. Yes. And then as soon as the guy says, that was so brave. I was like, (laughs) I get it now. Oh, thank God. Uh Oh, my God. What I I took away from this episode is, okay, it's such a quick line. If you, you know, you might miss it where... She's nervous where Kate is afraid of public speaking and Angel says, what is that? What is that thing? Uh, Picture your audience in their underwear. And she looks at him and says, I'm way ahead of you. (laughs) And I'm like, there's supposed to be sexual tension between these two. And there really isn't. And there Mm -hmm. is not. Because Uh cardboard cutouts can't exhibit sexual tension. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm not talking about a David Boreanaz. (laughs) <laughs> um the least <laughs> sex appeal i have ever uh uh seen from a quote-unquote sexy good-looking woman yeah it's uh-huh. so odd she's uh-huh. perfect on law and order yes yeah um kate <laughs> Uh, all right, we got we have lost her mom. What you mean, Lieutenant cold. Tanaka? Be... Was that Lieutenant Tanaka? <laughs> Every Tanaka. time Kate's featured in an episode, our cover, our our, our album artwork is going to be Lieutenant Tanaka. See, I didn't get that the first time, so you didn't see it. 
I saw the cover art. Uh, I was like, what's that? That's Magnum PI's contact on the police force. Ah, okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, good care. I'm sorry, I didn't get it. Uh, father's cold. She became a cop. She's kind of froze up inside. Anger issues towards daddy and criminals and lawyers. She's one of the guys. We're supposed to that. These are the buildings of a, a character, you know, a good character. And I am com- almost completely indifferent to her. I am yeah. completely indifferent to her. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Even that whole part where she was like giggling hysterically and saying, I have this, and Cordy and, and Doyle are like filling in. She says, No gun. And I'm going to seriously blast you guys away. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was the mm-hmm. worst. Mm-hmm. Was she drunk? N- no. Or, she or was, was that the, the talking stick? It was the, she it was the, the whammy. talking stick. She yeah. had the whammy on her. So it just, it just grew. The power grew and grew and grew, and that was the. Ugh. She was just completely intoxicated by the talking stick. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Kate, ugh, so far. I, I'm i thinking I'm really... I don't know. It, I think the worst part was uh, when she's walking in the bar and there's all these 80-yard congratulations. To, <laughs> the way to go along. Like, <laughs> I, I know. Later, guys. Even heck. Like I had just gotten over the first scene. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make her do like a puppy. Sorry, Lirio <laughs> just got it. I did. Mm-hmm. So you obviously have not listened to the commentary. <laughs> I, no, you're right. This one I have not. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I think my biggest problem is she's got a problem with fat people. Like twice she picks on little Tony's weight. Yeah. Little Tony is poorly named. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's <That's> ironic. <laughs> <sighs> and little Tony is played by John Capagici, uh, who was in the six feet under episode, the foot that's oh. fishercast.blogspot.com. Whoa, that's not allowed. <laughs> what? No, you, you want to promote that show? You give us a promo. I play your promo all the time. Well, how about you give me your promo? You really want it? Yeah, give me the promo. I'll play it. Here at FisherCast, a Six Feet Under retrospective, we're just dying to make your acquaintance. The critically acclaimed and Emmy Award-winning Six Feet Under aired on HBO in the early 2000s for five seasons. It was a quirky drama that took a darkly comic look at the dysfunctional Fisher family who run an independent funeral home in Los Angeles. I'm Robin, and one of my favorite shows has always been Six Feet Under. I find the most fun way to rewatch any great series is with friends who have never seen it. So, following the format created by the great Buffy Rewatch podcast, Potential Cast, I've invited my friends Dez and Moira to watch it with me. So hop in the green hearse with us and let's go for a ride. If you've seen every episode, this is a fun way to rewatch it. But if you're new to it, like us, you don't need to worry about spoilers. Visit us on the web at fishercast.blogspot.com. Or find us on iTunes. Just search for Fishercast. Fishercast, a six feet under retrospective. Every day above ground is a good one. Moving on. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Cordelia is feeling underappreciated too. Cordelia like needs a date. Yeah. Because what yeah. I think is going on is just a little bit of sexual frustration and it's coming out Low in self esteem. 
<sighs> because you know her boobs are just too perfect. <laughs> I know. I mean, you can't. You know? Can't take my eyes off of them. Can't take my <laughs> eyes off of them. <laughs> but yeah, Kate, I can relate. I can relate to you, hun. Oh, with the daddy issues. Yeah. Um, Christine oh. recently started watching Life Unexpected. Uh-huh. It's available yes. on Netflix here, and uh, every time they have like a uh, a, a B roll shot, we're like, "Is that Montreal?" Because a lot of the uh, <laughs> like map paintings and stuff, or what, or just backgrounds, it looks like Canadian stock footage because uh, it was filmed in Vancouver, and Canadian stock footage is much cheaper than American stock footage. And uh, there was a scene where the guy and his dad were having an argument at the table. And I kept yelling, punch your dad in the face! <laughs> punch your dad in the face! And he didn't. And I'm like, well, I was disappointed they didn't use that typical trope of, you know, every guy wants to punch his dad in the face. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's so stereotypical. It's so true, though. <laughs> well, well, the thing with dads and sons, when sons are growing up... It, Somebody's got to be the alpha male. But it, it's, it's all very edible, isn't it? Yeah, and mm. the son wants to, wants to kill the father. Wants to do away with the son. Wants the, wants to, the father's position. Mm. Oh, edible. Sorry, yes. I'm like edible. It was it was a community <laughs> reference, but let's move on. Oh, <laughs> see, there we go again. I don't watch TV. Oh yes, you have a young baby. <laughs> and see, okay, and what men don't understand is. Tell us, Steph. Sons, (laughs) sons realize early on the uh, how um, the 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 uh, shortcomings that their fathers have. Yes. Girls don't. I think it was just recently (laughs) when, like, my husband did something, and I realized my father couldn't do it, and I'm like, "Wow, my dad." Is not perfect. My dad can't even do that. You Was know what it I'm saying? A jar of jam. Is your dad listening? No, he better not. Okay. No, no. My, my, well, number one, my dad doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> number two, he's just discovered Google like <laughs> the other day. Nice. That's just the start, and these stay on the internet forever. You're going to be in trouble in like 20 years. Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Dads. Well, there are many things that I can do that my dad can't. So anything was, no. he can do, you can do better. But see, so Kate, you is, can do anything still, better than him. She still has this uh, idea that her father, you know, is she has her father on a pedestal and he can do no wrong and he's perfect and well, he played hard to get, get like her entire life. Yeah, I didn't get that feeling from her at all. I felt like all she wanted was her dad to acknowledge her. Yeah, she does. She just wants his approval. Yeah, like I don't. I don't think that she thought he was the greatest. I think she just wanted him to notice her. Yeah. And not every time she talks to him, say something completely negative. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just so weird. Why did she become a cop? To impress her dad. Yeah. To get closer to her dad. Because you just wanted Dad to say, you know what, Kate, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Honestly, I think I think she felt that somebody's got to represent the innocent. You know, someone's <laughs> got to take on the big bad. 
I what? highly doubt that. Uh, okay. What <laughs> are you smoking? It, that's just... <sighs> Angel mm. is not very courteous. How so? If I was... <laughs> what is he, 241? 243 now? Yes. If I yeah, was 243 years old, I'd get pretty fucking sick and tired of saying please and thank you all the time. <laughs> so maybe... <clears throat> I have the right to no, no. He really should be polite. Who am I kidding? I, I live in Canada. He should be polite, and she, uh-huh. he should be courteous. Well, you know, we're we're six episodes into uh, a, a guy who you know is learning. Is this is still part of the whole fish out of water thing? He's still trying to learn how to communicate and get along with people. Wait a second, really? Yeah. Yeah, we're still here. He's still socially. Like, he's two hundred forty-three years old. Yeah, but he spent a lot of that time, you know, killing without a soul, he, and he then living who he was before. And then when he had a soul, he um, uh, he raped and pillaged. No, when he when he had a soul, he like kept oh. to himself, and he's you know, like fed off of rats and stuff. <laughs> I'll never forget that <laughs> the eating of rats. In the alley, and Whistler saying, "Look at you eating rats." <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but it was awesome. <laughs> and before that, he was a uh, drunk asshole. So, is there? Is this yeah. Asshole? No, but I, I said the f word. You can say the asshole word. All right, the asshole word. <laughs> hey, the meetup for uh, all you uh, angel vets out there, and Steph. Um, huh? The meetup was actually at 8838 Hyperion Way. Hmm. Oh, I know. I heard that. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. What do you get? What? Huh? That was, a, uh, that was a. That was That was something for some for people who could understand that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about Angel's backseat full of surprises. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The shirt. Was perfect. <laughs> the hat was more was than perfect. The delivery was atrocious. Oh what? no! What? Yes, I did not like that bit of acting at all. Oh, I was oh, not impressed. So weird. Not impressed. You're weird. Oh, oh, that was are you pronouncing that properly, Kim? Weird. I'm telling weird. you, it's weird, but it's how I feel. I did not like his delivery. How am I saying weird wrong? I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> anyway, let's, well, let's just, not mention it. Well, number one, it was just so different, such a different demeanor than Angel's broody. That's why I loved hour. it. Yeah. And I feel like that is, that's David Boreanaz. You know, yeah. That's closer to his personality. <laughs> that's closer- why I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, guys, because I've watched a couple episodes of Bones. And if that's closer to his personality, too, I don't like it. <laughs> really? Yeah, maybe I prefer I like Cardboard that. Cutout, David. No. I like that he got to actually have some personality. And, like, I thought it was hilarious. He yeah. probably loves playing that character, that that little bit of his alter ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it must be so fun. Yeah. After being Angel 24-7, like, this dark boring brooding loser and then all of a <laughs> all sudden right, you get right. a chance to like 
podcast is about him, just so you know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with what Kim said. Nothing Kim said was wrong or inaccurate in any way, shape, or form. Big oh, time. Leo, you thought the hat was too much. He's a, no, I no, I thought it was great. I loved the shirt. I thought the hat was more than perfect. I didn't like the delivery. That's all. But there's nothing Kim said here that isn't wrong or inaccurate. He is a boring, brooding loser. Yeah. Uh, Show me how he's a winner. That's how is he a winner? Opinion. How is he a winner? He's a hero. Doesn't matter if you're a hero. He's a loser. He's a loser. For people that can't be fought, he saves the innocent. But he's still a loser. (laughs) He's not a loser. You're a loser. <laughs> that may be so, but that's not relevant, Robin. Please stick to the point. Sure, there. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Somebody's got to speak. Yeah, up let's for change. Rachel. Because let's he can't speak for himself. <laughs> I'm just saying. I kind of agree with Kim that you know he's he's not very. Um... If he was here right now. He'd stick up for himself. I'm sure he I'm would. Sure he would. Yeah. Okay. Okay. When you say loser, yeah. Do you mean not socially lo- awkward? Yeah. Social outcast. Yeah. I don't mean he's a loser in the sense that he has no purpose and, like, what's he doing walking around. I mean, like, he's just a boring, like, weenie. Like, there's no other word. <laughs> he's just annoying. Yeah, he's what I would call a loser. It has a negative connotation. He has no, yeah, I'm trying to be negative. He has no winnings. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a winner, Robin. Uh, and if you're not a winner... But did you see that awesome fight in the police station yes. when he beat up little Tony and his Yeah, whatever? but that's when he was in, underneath the influence of the Jesus stick. No, he so still it's was. Like, it was not the Jesus, Jesus stick. stick. It's not It's not <laughs> Echo's <Jesus> stick. <laughs> but, yeah, but like, that, that again, oh, that's not when he was, that's not Echo. when he was Angel. He was Angel with a twist. <laughs> Of lemon, and angel with a twist is more exciting than than angel vanilla. Mm. Angel bland, bland Can't you guys angel. Just just tell a scared little fanboy a beautiful lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. I, I no, Robin, like because you know what, Robin, you're a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Pausecast. I take it back. That's a podcast reference. <laughs> no, but I, I but. I'm saying all that because I like the show and I like Angel. But when he gets a chance to be non-Angel, even for a split second, it, yeah, it's, it's ten so times fun. more funny. Yeah, and it's I, ten, I, you appreciate it so much because you're like, oh, don't disagree. how fun is that? I don't disagree. However, I did not like the delivery. I thought it could have been done better. And that is all. But yeah, he's, okay. he's not a winner. So... <laughs> Anger management classes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh, sensitivity classes or whatever they're going to call them. Mm-hmm. For everyone. 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 At the same time with someone uh, who's basically poking and prodding. Like, was no one from HR there making sure this was being done properly? <laughs> Obviously not. Hey, a bit of trivia. Uh, the uh, memo they got to go to sensitivity mm-hmm. was dated the day that it was actually airing on TV. It was dated November 9th, 1999. Wow. Yeah. Was, holy crap. Good for them. November 9th, 1999? Yep. That is the date of my uh, former bands. 
you know, because I played in a progressive rock band. Uh, we had our album launch that day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. You could have been day. watching Angel. I could have been watching Angel <laughs> instead of being on stage, failing horribly at the Come Fuck Me Eyes. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I'll never forget that day. It was the day I stopped playing bass with a pick. Mm-hmm. It hurt so much. Interesting. <laughs> to play with a pick or not? To not. My fingers hurt. Yeah. Because they're metal strings and they're really thick on the bass. Well, why did you decide not to play with a pick? Adrenaline. Because that's how real uh, bass players play well, no. Come on now. They're, All right. You know, we're digressing, <laughs> but come on. So right. that's pretty well, interesting. So, I'm surprised so they're letting you the air date before then. Sorry. sorry, like I'm geeking out a bit, but they but, but they already knew the air date already when yeah, they filmed that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, spinning classes have been around oh since God. 1999. Since At November 1999. <laughs> <laughs> At least. Apparently. That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, I almost quoted, but it was funny how all these bad guys go to the same gym. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's how it is in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this is a uh, Tim Minear's uh, first episode of Angel. Not the first one he wrote. The this is the second one he wrote. The first one he wrote actually is coming up later in the season. But he says uh, his biggest complaint about the episode is the casting of mobster Little Tony. Why? Well, he said, he goes, I think that the mobster guy could have been more dangerous. We sort of went in a cliched kind of way with, in terms of casting. I thought the actor very was cliched. very good. Uh-huh. But I didn't want to lay it at his feet, but I think it would have been more interesting if we cast someone who was like super cold, super cool killer instead of like a Sopranos knockoff. Hmm. Was Sopranos on the air already then? 99? I think so. It been, might have been the their first season or the, no, mm-hmm. I think they started in 2000. Hold on. I, I don't, don't think so. Cause I remember, uh, somebody's on a computer, right? <laughs> I remember they took a what? hiatus after nine 11 and I think they'd already been on for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, 99 to 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I say that, um, I thought, they were going for kind of, uh, I think his name is Ed Farina look with uh-huh. that actor. Because that's who I thought it was initially. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dennis, Dennis Farina. Farina. Thank Farina. you, Dennis yeah. Farina. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about him too, watching this. Oh, um, so we get to see the Wolfram and Hart building. Uh, I think this is for the first time. And it's, and it's uh, noted definitely a thing for me because I actually have visited that building before. That is the uh, offices of uh, Sony Picture Studios. It's a very interesting looking building. But it was funny because I went there for like a tour and I came out of the little museum they had and turned around and was like, holy shit, it's Wolfram and Hart. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that was, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yes, I was there. Now we saw Wolfram and Hart in the first episode, but this I think this is a different building. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So what'd you guys think of I forget what his name was. <laughs> Lee? Lee Mercer? What'd you think of the lawyer? 
Uh, reminded me of uh, Sheldon on uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I was the only one. <laughs> yeah. What, what's what's the actor's name again? Uh, the character is Lee Mercer. I don't know. No, the, the guy that plays Sheldon on Big Bang Theory? Jim Parsons. Thank you. Every time I hear that, I think, isn't that the announcer from The Price is Right? <laughs> Don Parsons? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Why does Alan Lloyd have Lloyd written on his name tag when everybody else has their first name written on their name tag? I guess that's not a huge thing. So his name was Alan Lloyd? I thought his name was Lloyd. <laughs> it was Alan Lloyd. That's had written stupid. on the chartboard behind him. That, that was unattentive of me or inattentive of me. <laughs> Although Heath is more of a last name. I thought they were putting last names on because Heath to me is a last name. Oh, Heath is a first name. Or, or a candy bar. Heath, I, I know family, the Heaths, so yeah. I was thinking of it as the last name, too. Yeah, yeah, and I've heard of Heaths as well. Uh, and then I saw uh, Kate had her name there, and I don't think her name was Kate Kate. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I guess it's first names. So I figured it was Lloyd was his first name. I didn't bother to look at the chalkboard. Maybe that's the name. They ca- maybe the, they call them by their last names. Mm. You guys call yourselves Lost fans? Always look at the chalkboard. I know. <laughs> look at everything. Yeah, look at everything because in the end it bleep 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 fucking bleep 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 son of a bleep. Yes. I concur. Um we find out also that Angel ate his parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Talk, talk about an edible complex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How long have you been waiting for that? Oh man. <laughs> about 28 minutes and 20 seconds. <laughs> uh, such a Buffy related podcast with the bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> Angel. But anyway. <laughs> related. I know. Oh man, um, this talking stick thing. Who else here thought Kate was gonna bash his head in? I did. I was hoping she would. Because he tried to make Keith cry. <laughs> Bad him. When I saw the episode, I said, "Why would they give this cricket bat like?" thing to that looks nothing like a cricket bat management. but like a baseball like a bat shaped thing <laughs> a club the official yeah. term for that is a club thank you well actually it's because it was enchanted is it the only one to watch this episode an enchanted yes, club I didn't know that at the time <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man so okay Kate asked Angel to go to the party with her. And then she starts blabbing about her emotions and her feelings and her tendencies. It was awful. If she hadn't been under the influence of the talking stick, would she have asked Angel out? No. Nope. She is too afraid. I think she might have hinted at it. You know what anger is, And then backed away. It's just fear. (laughs) She's afraid (laughs) to ask out Angel. And that's why she's so angry all the Pretty time. Soon it's going to lead to heat. Yeah. yeah. Anger leads to what? Fear leads Something. to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate. leads 
leads to, to the dark side. Dark side. What? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jar Jar's getting his own talk show. <laughs> yeah. I totally missed spaced out on that. What did did she actually? Who's Jar Jar? Is that like from Cordelia said? Who's Jar Jar? What's a Cylon? Let her. Let her. No, but I mean like. Jar Jar is like Jar. Is it like from Jar Jar Binks? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was like, that's what I thought it was, and I'm like, did I miss out some on something? I thought you honestly didn't know, and I was th- really jealous. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to go to that place. Misa, so jealous are you? No. <laughs> oh, cause yeah. <laughs> I'm not that far out of oh, it, guys. I know what a Cylon is now. Misa no likes the Cylons. <laughs> Except so for the six years of sex there. <laughs> so when Kate was like drunk on the talking stick, Mojo, she realized, because she was more sensitive, she realized that um, Doyle, Doyle is attracted <laughs> to Cordelia. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Speak, girl. <laughs> and then, and when and Cordy was all like, "Mm-hmm, mm-mm." <laughs> no, no, we're just so joking around. Like, mm. We're just joking around. Yeah, I like how Doyle was like. I like the way she's thinking here. You know, because <laughs> yeah. at first I was, you know, I was thinking maybe he's he'd, he'd be upset because you know she was giving up all his game. Nobody wants their crush revealed, right? Yeah. Am I right? That's right. Am I right? Really, sure. ladies are are you, are you are you indifferent to this topic? Well, when someone else oh, reveals your crush, then you don't have to do it. No, I don't want my crush revealed. Period. It's got to come out eventually. No, it does not. Yeah, it because does. when it comes out is when the embarrassment starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Mm. This is one of the fundamental differences. <laughs> go. Interesting. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a note of this. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what else? Um, I have plenty of Tim Minear stuff. Ooh, Tim um, Let's hear from Tim Minear. Tim Minear was talking about the first pitch of this show. Um, sensitivity was the first thing that I actually pitched to Joss. My idea being that I wanted to deal with sensitivity and cops and cops who became so sensitive that they can't do their jobs. He thought that was a bitchin' idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tim Minear, because he used the word bitchin', I think you're cool now. It was interesting because we sort of came at it from politically different points of view. And what you end up getting is something far more interesting than what I had originally pitched. Instead of just super sensitive cops, you have people whose emotions are completely on the surface. So it goes from anger to sensitivity. They're just hypersensitive. The thing that was at the kernel of that idea was seeing Angel get sensitive. Just the idea of him feeling that Doyle and Cordelia judge him when he vamps. Moments like those were the reason that this script was written. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. I also thought it was cute when Cordy said gur again with her fingers <laughs> up like claws. Because it's yeah. funny because, you know, Angel doesn't have claws. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think she thinks... The finger motions are fangs. I don't think think. she's ever seen Angel actually vamp. She probably always averts her eyes, because I think she thinks he turns into a (laughs) T-Rex. Or a raptor? Mm, Perhaps. Can I bring in a moment of S.O.D.? Please. (laughs) Okay. Aren't... The whole episode is S.O.D. What do you mean a moment? (laughs) Well, a very big S.O.D. moment. Okay. Um... Aren't vampires kind of technically not able to break and enter? How did he sure. get into that house without being invited? Alan Lloyd's? Yes. I think it's because Alan Lloyd um, was evil and was it wasn't his house. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's not it his house. house. Yes, it was. I didn't even think was Okay. Well, they can't go through any door without being invited. Uh, I mean, it's not because it's a factory instead of a house. You can just walk in. If it's public domain, yeah, it's public domain in. then. Ugh. Just so like how, how he long, got into the school. How don't long, you remember? Don't you remember the episode where he killed what's her face? What's he her face? Her it. name was Jenny Calendar, Kim. Jenny Calendar. That girl. Don't you forget <laughs> it, Jenny Calendar. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. No, personally, I think killed, Jenny. Yeah. The night, the night that he, when he killed her, he, like like Steph said, he explained everything. Yeah, but yeah, I honestly, I was just making it up. I think that was a bit of a flub. Um, I yeah, I think there that was. was Ellen that was something you were supposed to. Yeah, you're yeah. not supposed to pay attention. Just look past that. He's got a. He's got a, He's got a bloody altar. You know, this is before Lost. Richie yeah. has to explain now why yeah. that would make sense. Just so. ask a justificationer. Yeah, hey, <laughs> justificationer. <laughs> From Potential Cast. For those of you who don't listen to Potential Cast, first, shame on you. Second, you you guys know what I'm talking about. You listen to Potential Cast. Justificationer, tell me how that got by. Tell me. Explain to me how that got through the the uh, continuity, folks. You tell me how many miles you've gotten on your, uh, your... How many air miles you've gotten from all the vacationing you do. <laughs> Just... Because it's just a vacation, right? (laughs) It worked last week on Potential Cast. It's working this week on Redemption Cast. Never gets old. Crossover. (laughs) Yeah, we're having tons of crossover podcasts. I blame Robin. Actually, I blame Gabby. Gabby... I'm. Please come back to the show. We have to deal with Robin more often now. Gabby, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so they get so sensitive they start fighting at first. And then all of a sudden uh-huh. there's so much sensitivity that they don't want violence. That was a weird kind of thing. You mean in the bar or at the police station? Well, at the bar they were so sensitive they, that, that, that they started fighting. And then by the time it, 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 it lasts a little longer, we're at the police station and then they don't want any violence at all. Super sensitive. Everything's yeah. heightened. Super duper sensitive. Yeah. I love when the cop just kind of like goes, this like locks the doors. Like we've given enough. Haven't <laughs> we done enough? <laughs> and by the way, I'm really hoping that the blind filing uh, falling off was like an accident, and they left it in. He, he totally looks at the camera. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> I, if you look at it, he looks totally looks. I don't know if it was a. a, a I, I I agree with you. Though. A blooper. A blooper. Yeah. Love but it. he totally looks at the camera. Oh, man. That was that so happens. awesome. What happened? The cop pulls the blind down so hard it falls off the yeah. supports above the window. 
And you see it from um, the cop's point of view, and Doyle's looking through the window. Yeah, and Doyle totally looks at the camera after the. Yeah, funny falls. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's got to be a blooper, man. You can't script that. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to watch that again. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I forgot. It's horrible. <laughs> we at the ratings part yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so can I just say that? Uh, Angel uh, falling uh, victim to the talking stick, I did not expect. Yeah, that was shocking. And I found it at once disappointing and hilarious. Yes. Because it finally made things actually funny. Like, all the deliveries that Kate was supposed to give us that kind of made it funny, what was happening, didn't work for me. They didn't really, you know, like, speak to me. But as soon as Angel started being overly sensitive and stuff, it it finally got funny Uh for me. Because when she was doing it, she was like a spoiled brat. Well, yeah. And like just some hyper um, neurotic, typical LA overdramatic girl. (laughs) Really, he looked like you don't generalize. Basically, like he looked like everything's great. You know. (laughs) Yeah, he was a little high. He's a bit high. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's it my cool. favorite quote, I think, of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Angel or Buffy. Wow. That's oh. awesome. Uh, and then we get in, and uh, some idiot lets the prisoners out. And Heath. then... yeah, it, Oh, it was Heath? Yeah, they can't be contained. Idiot. No one's going to contain them anymore. What is it? They come out more brutal. Uh-huh. Then we put them in. Um, and then uh, little Tony doesn't just leave he goes and gets guns and he killed a cop right i mean yeah. i saw that but they don't mention it later <laughs> no. you tried to kill a cop no guys he did <laughs> in, in the weapons locker there he actually did kill a cop um sod and then they try to get out and then angel's he was wearing a bulletproof vest yeah and angel's trying to talk him out of it and then throws a chair at him and then you're right Steph it was a very cool fight yeah it's it down definitely and then he tries to get back up a bit and then back down <laughs> that was pretty cool and uh Cordy steps on the gun Doyle grabs it proving once again that Cordy is badass deep inside mm-hmm. <sighs> Cordelia I want to get to the part I really want to talk about. Please. Kate's dad Mm -hmm. is a piece of turd. Oh, yes. I'm expecting there to be some kind of uh, making up, some kind of bonding, some kind of moving past, and he just the worst. Mm -hmm. The worst! I have something from Tim Miner here about that. Tell me, Tim. Um, why did you make him out to be the worst? The thing I love about that episode is the ending, which was totally Joss. Joss's idea was that the father comes in and hasn't changed as a result of what happened. Nothing has changed. I think that really worked for the fans, too. The way I wrote it was that he would walk up there and there'd be a big TV ending where they'd hug. And instead, uh-huh. he just says, don't ever mention it again. Turns around and walks away. If it had gone the other way, I think the whole thing would have collapsed. That's mm-hmm. really Joss knowing best. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the difference right there between Angel and Buffy. Really? Because I think in Buffy it would have all been wrapped up in, you know, the 42-minute package. I'm not convinced. I think it would have been. I've seen enough to tell me that no. Well, when Buffy does it, it's like one episode a season where it's really sad and whatever. This is true. This is true. Where this, it seems like this is the running theme of, like, you can definitely tell that Angel is the more mature grown-up series. Mm. Darker. Uh Uh-huh. I just think... um, Dark. (laughs) I just think that Angel never... The show never gives you what you expect. Uh Uh-huh. It's me. Not the typical... Hmm. You mean, like, um, a good episode? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, you, you guys episode. know I've liked a lot of the episodes. <laughs> but recently, whew, some something's in the fridge that's been in there too long, guys. I was getting worried uh, halfway through this episode because I was like, I don't like where this is going. But then finally when it all clicked in, I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> really? I loved it. I thought it was so fu- I could not stop laughing. Oh, yeah, but I wasn't laughing with it. I was laughing at it. Yeah, I was laughing at it, too. Oh, wait, it is cheesy. It's campy. Yeah, but it was, it was supposed to be. Well, mm. I mean, okay, just... the, the problem I have, I mean, I think it's I think it's excellent writing. Tim Minear did a great job. Yes. The, the dialogue, there's so many little funny lines of people, especially when they get into the, sen- the sensitivity stuff and they start bellowing stupid things back and forth. I think it's hilarious. Uh-huh. You're like, you're not processing this. Uh, <laughs> all that <laughs> babble. Um, but I just think that um, the cop stuff is just... Yeah, the cop stuff is a completely different world that I mm-hmm. don't want to go into. I don't want to be any part of Angel hanging out with cops and stuff. I want I want Angel doing, you know, awesome supernatural stuff, you know, not just, you know, a whammy like stuff. How, yeah. yeah, like how in Buffy, yeah. the cops are not exi- non-existent, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the cop bar scene when she's just walking and high-fiving, it's just... Ugh. And I don't like to say that that much about the show, but man, that stuff just drives me crazy. Uh, just, just, where were, where was your mind this year with casting? Just so saying. when did they realize that Angel and Kate have absolutely no chemistry? Hopefully, I, it's I, soon. I'm not saying anything. Like, because mm. I just want her gone. Not oh, it sounds like I'm such a woman hater because every girl on every, all the shows, I hate her. You just hate girls named Kate. <laughs> Something about that name, yes. <laughs> I mean, Kate, she's supposed to be our entrance in, our the audience. She's supposed to be the surrogate for the audience going, uh-huh. oh, wow, what's going on? Oh. But she's just not. She's just not. You think the people were, are comparing her to Buffy? Yes. Yeah. I know I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that opening really sequence f- with the silhouette made us think that maybe Buffy was showing up in L.A. Mm-hmm. She's very well, it was Buffy-esque. funny because... I'm sorry. I talked over you. No, go ahead. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because I watched uh, Wild at Heart and Sensitivity in a row. And it was just funny how both of them opened with blonde girls running. <laughs> yes. So. I noted that, too. Mm-hmm. 
So is that it? So I'm, I'm, I'm out oh. of points. I think so. Well, Angel is on Wolfram and Hart's radar now. That's what I... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the senior partner's mm-hmm. going to want to get to him. Spike and Drew. Well, yeah. I've kind of... Hopefully Drew's still involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Does Drew ever come back? Because we haven't seen Don't her come back yet. answer this. But I need to know. Oh, my God. Kimberly, who, ever, who knew you asked so many questions? Apparently everybody. <laughs> and I was like, really? Am I that annoying? Uh, you're not you're at so all annoying. Too. You're so perverted, too. Your mind is in the gutter. Really? Yes. What? No, I think that was another parody. All right. I want to rate this thing. Wait a second. Let's go back 20 seconds. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, then she was like, and he stuck it where? And <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It was shaped like a what? Yeah. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, the lovely Nonsense cast had a very special Christmas episode where they uh, did a parody of uh, Potential Cast, and it was hilarious. <laughs> a whole bunch of podcasts they did. It was great. Uh, Gabby, however, didn't think it was funny at all, and she's boycotting. That's why she wasn't here last week and this week, and we're trying to... We're trying to get her to forgive Mike for what happened, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, it's really you got to get through Gabby's people first. Yes. And oh then my God. Hopefully, yeah. Mm. Well, notice I didn't mention anything about what Joss Whedon said on a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so out of character for you, Seth. <laughs> I can't wait to mention university every five minutes. <laughs> When I first heard that, I cracked the hell up. Of course. It's funny because it's true. But it's just, (laughs) he had everything down, like, like, to the syllable. I I could not stop laughing. (laughs) Uh, Folks, you really have to listen to it. Yeah, Michaela does a really, really good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, So... I want to rate this thing. And this thing shall be rated by me with a four and a half out of ten. Out of ten? A four and a half out of ten horrible fathers. Aw. Yikes. Yeah. uh, There there wasn't enough in the second half to really save the first half for me. And Kate's deliveries were really, you know, and, you know, uh, ugh, no. No. Four and a half out of ten horrible fathers. It just didn't do it for me. I'll give it about a seven out of ten because wow. this first half, I, I, was re- I was really grasping at things to, to, to like about it. Because I did not like where it was going at all. But then once I, like I said earlier, once I realized what was happening, I just loved it. And I'm like, thank God. It totally brought it back for me. Seven out of ten. Jesus sticks. Jesus sticks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to give it a six out of ten vampriloquists. Um, I very, <laughs> very nice, Robin. Awesome. Right. Uh, I I think it was uh, you know a lot of funny hilarious lines. There's some 
awesome little moments with, uh, especially with David Boreanaz um, being awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just too much in the cop world and too much with the Kate. Ugh, enough yeah. with the Kate. Cop world. Oh. Yeah, I give it like six out of ten boats to Catalina. Because <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was well written. I just think Kate takes away from it, and um, you know, just it was just a little, little cheesy. She's a horrible uh, sponge. She like soaks up all the goodness yeah. that was going to be the show, wow. and then just, ugh, ugh. I think she's worse than Kate Austin. Really. <laughs> I never had a problem with that character on Lost, though. Exactly, but everyone, like, the venom coming out of you for her is just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Yes. I know, like. That's what we thought. Let's hear what you had to say. Do we have any uh, episode specific fe- feedback for this episode? Uh, no. We don't. Well, do we have any uh, generic feedback about us? No. Let's see. Uh, oh, here, uh, I think Brian has some angel thoughts, no spoilers. Brian, angel thoughts, no spoilers. Oh. I think we yes. read this already, didn't we? Did we no. Read no. We didn't read this. Okay, go ahead. I'll go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hola, Redemption Castistas. I was inspired by your last podcast to email in. There are no spoilers in this email, just some general thoughts about Angel the Series and a personal message to one of your members. I've been listening to your podcast, well, your other podcast, almost since the beginning, and I've been greatly enjoying it. I like the chemistry between all the hosts and your sense of humor. Senses of humor. And Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my favoritist TV show of all time. So it's a good combo. Angel, on the other hand, is about 20,000th... Seriously, in my comprehensive ranking of all the TV shows I've ever seen, heard, smelt, absorbed info on via pop culture osmosis, or was forcibly subjected to Clockwork Orange style, Angel ranks below Small Wonder, Homeboys in Outer Space, and My Mother the Car. True story. As such, I was hesitant about listening to your spinoff podcast since I was sure I'd like a podcast about a show I dislike. Since I wasn't sure I'd like a podcast um, about a show I dislike. I don't know if we should call it so much as a spinoff podcast as an annex. But anyway. So much for my small small wonder intro cast. <laughs> when everyone seemed so positive about the series after the first episode, Illyrio, quote, this is way better than Welcome to the Hellmouth. Me, I'm taking off my headphones now so that I can go puke into a coworker's garbage basket. <laughs> I wasn't sure that I was going to be subscribing for very long. Fortunately, with episode two, a shining beacon of hate returned to the podcast to inform everyone of what I've always known. Angel sucks rocks. <laughs> All hail the conquering hero, Gabriella. <laughs> the hate must flow. Gabby, I think I love you. But I want to know for sure. Wait, did I cross a line there? Sorry. I'll try to be less of a creeper than Angel himself. Setting the bar very low, I know. Gabby, if I could address you directly for a moment. I just listened to Room with a View, and I wanted to write in with some encouragement since you seemed a bit frustrated and apologetic for not liking the series so far. Don't listen to those who say the series improves. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I love this email so much. <laughs> Season one in particular. It's a vast wasteland of boring suck. 
<laughs> There's an occasional decent episode I also like in the dark, but they're heavily outweighed by the stupid, boring, and pointless that pervades the majority of episodes. And if Room with a View is a one, then there are episodes coming up that are like a negative 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> also, like you, I entered the series not liking Angel or Cordelia, and Cordelia, and while Cordelia eventually grew, grew on me a bit, though it took quite a while, as I didn't like her at all this season, I never warmed up to Angel as a character, and without that emotional investment, the plots just seemed stupid and cliche. So don't let those bastardos tell you that you'll change your <laughs> mind on this series, or the... Wait a second, I think I'm offended. <laughs> no, no, Sir. you're not offended. <laughs> or the characters, because you very well may not but you're not alone we few we happy few we angel haters we have to stick together so here's my idea sorry here's my deal as long as you keep bashing the episodes i will keep listening to the podcast <laughs> ta-ta for now uh brian uh p.s i actually do like season five of angel quite a lot for reasons i of course won't get into but it's a long hard slog to get there not unlike the Batan death march <laughs> pps Remember when I said there were no spoilers in this email? I lied. I'm not going to read it. What does he say? <laughs> oh, Bruce movies. Willis is something. Rosebud is something else. And to serve man is <laughs> a cookbook. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, bitches. Oh, Brian, I love this email very much. <laughs> I enjoy your dissenting opinion. Uh, and I encourage more dissent. Thank you. <laughs> Occupy Redemption Cast. <laughs> Haters to the left. <laughs> awesome. Jokers to the right. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Yeah, I, I feel I may never recover. Oh, Robin. What? You'll be fine. I'll be fine. It's just, just a TV like show. A bastard. It's just a TV show. Call you a bastard. No, he called you a bastardo, which is completely different. <laughs> you add a faux Hispanic accent, and everything oh, yeah. is fine. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so that was feedback. Again, I take full responsibility for forgetting to post on the Facebook group that we're going to record tonight. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if you have an issue, just don't mention it, and I'll try to do better next time. <laughs> I think that we should let you all know how you can send us feedback. You can send us an email at uh, redemptioncast at gmail.com. That is correct. And you can give us a call at 27040. <laughs> no, no. That's the other number. It's we have this 26026 Skarg. 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 Yeah, and there's, Skarg. No, and there's no H in Skarg. Um, right, you can haters. follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> <it is. laughs> you can follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're at twitter.com slash redemptioncast. We don't have our own Facebook group because that would be too complicated. So join us on the Potential Cast Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash potentialcast. And if you make posts like, oh, I can't wait for Gax to come back, somebody's feelings get hurt. Oh, Robin! That's because Charlie you're Brown still per no. That's because you're still pervasively in everyone's earbuds. That's true. Okay, we did the elegant, classy thing and stayed away for a while. <laughs> you apparently now have your own segment on Media Junkyard. <laughs> you couldn't stay away. Every time you think you're out, 
They pull you back in. <laughs> it's true. I think that's Grover doing Michael Corleone. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was a beautiful moment. <laughs> uh, I think it's quote time, and I'm going to go first. Okay. Because I'm afraid you're all going to take my one and only quote. <laughs> you're really not listening to your mugger's feelings on this. <laughs> <laughs> that actually made actually made me laugh out loud. Yeah. There's a talking stick. No, wait, wait, wait. What did she say? There's a stick that talks. There's <laughs> <laughs> my poem. You know, Anthony, you could be a rainbow, just not a painbow. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, Kim. That is by far. <laughs> the best quote ever so far on both shows. I'm did, so glad we came down here to watch quotes. Late Night with Creepy Cop Lady. Did, did, you, did you do the air quotes, Kim? I did. Yes. <laughs> I I think I just rolled on the ground with that one. So good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other honorable mentions? Didn't think so. Pensive her face. <laughs> What's our uh, what's our homework for next time? Um, your homework for next time is the next delightful episode in season one, which will take us all um, on a happy joyride. In fact, um, it will uh, it includes my favorite part of the actual t- opening credits in it, in, in, and actually is one of uh, one of the funnier moments of Angel. So, tune in for the Bachelor Party. I love that one. Bring your dollars. I I love how long it took Robin to find the title. (laughs) (laughs) Very good vamping job, Robin. I commend your vamping skills. No, you know it is a vampire podcast. (laughs) You're not taking... I said pun intended. Silence! (laughs) I will take it. (sighs) I ventriloquist you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Yeah. I think that's it for this episode. We made it. Oh, we did it. We did it. Kim, I'm so sorry. You're going to be so tired tomorrow. I will be. It's okay. It's not like she has to fly the helicopter. (laughs) No. Just have to prevent myself from throwing up. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) All right, everyone. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll join us next time. Namaste. Come and tell
Bye-bye. 